going on guys matt here video chicken live april no what month is it may 6th may 6th may 6th i think we missed yeah that's the last time i want to try to say today's date because that one's going to be tough uh welcome to video chicken live to my left co-host chicken expert sales girl here saleswoman salesperson what is the right way to say that i think i'm chicken easter or chicken, chicken enthusiast i think we should just stick to chicken easter to keep it simple but if you ever i, I kind of like chicken enthusiast i like chicken easter if you ever right. call here we have three girls now answer the phone Kristen is one of them uh as always first one here last one to leave in charge ingrid doing her thing behind the uh camera behind the computer behind the soundboard just doing an amazing job as always love that you guys are here already uh, got we are live. Happy uh, Friday. <laughs> happy Friday, Ingrid. Yep, happy Friday, folks. Uh, Ingrid's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I like this, Ingrid. Matt We're... stresses me out before the show all the time. How am I, <laughs> I stressed? Just can't take it. How it am I stressing can't. you? That's out. why I slipped in at the last minute. Yeah, so you make it makes Kristen not seem stressful because you were doing all this other stuff. That you can't was mess with my, my juju. I love when. So I mean, truth be told, right now on the other side of that wall, uh, we had a couple show up from Lewisburg, North Carolina, saying we were told to come and buy a chicken coop from you. And uh, so Nan took over, so she won't Good. hear her too much behind the mic in her office uh, talking about chickens and chicken coops. And it's always so much fun hearing the same thing over and over, believe it or not, even though I know when we're on the phone all the time, it's like, oh, yeah, everyone's got predators, da-da-da. But um, it, it is still fun. And we had some fun calls happen, one last week, one this week I thought we should talk about. But more importantly, 12 15 Eastern, 915 Western for this gentleman. Yes, today we have Kevin. It's Western is specific. Pacific time? Yes. Pacific. Man, what? I need another cup of coffee. Uh, so we got Kevin Kevin from Epic Gardening, Epic Homesteading. Uh, I'm sure he's got, he's got his YouTube channel. He's got his TikTok. Um, if you guys didn't already know, we did a coop for him. Gosh, when was it? I, I've lost all track of time. <laughs> that does happen. I think uh, it was January. You went out there January. No, you're kidding. Yeah. Because the weather was beautiful. I mean, San Diego is no, just paradise. Yeah. yeah. It is just paradise. We did a chicken coop for him. Kevin has agreed to come on today. He, uh, he's given us 30 minutes of his time, which is so generous. I wasn't expecting that much time. Thought you guys out there would absolutely love it. We did do a... You got to fill me in with words. I'm not good with all the... Um, well, I screwed up Pacific. <laughs> Pacific time. You are correct. Not Western because there's mountain Pacific time. He is uh, three hours behind us. Collaboration. We yes. did a collaboration with Kevin. And what's interesting about that is we get how many calls now? How many emails a week asking for collaborations? Oh, yes. Many. Daily? Yeah. yeah. Probably. And um, I don't like to do... I was the, the original though. Do you, do you, do you know that? I guess you. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like twelve years ago. Wow. OG. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> I did agree to do a collaboration with Kevin because I saw the really genuine, 
genuineness is that a word in him where authenticity uh, yeah when when these people come to collaborate it's like you just want a free coop we know what's going on come on now kevin's got a very good i don't want to say problem but he genuinely loves what he does mm -hmm. to a very high level and i know that's why he's been so successful so to me for him to reach out to us and say dude your coops are the best i want to be part of the carolina coops game if you will come out and let's let's talk business and we did it well also kevin he doesn't just want whatever he can get. He wants the best for the stuff in his garden, for the things that he does. He really researches something before he puts yep. himself behind it. And, and we have to respect that because it's not just like, well, here's something free. Okay, I love this item. You know, he vets those things out and they're things that he actually uses and he finds the value in it. So Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Excellent. He, he's a great teacher too. He is, and I love his twist on how he likes to share yeah. his social media content. And again, he's brilliant at it, does such a great job. I had the opportunity to learn so much from him and still do. He is just such a super great guy. So he's going to be on in about 10 minutes. So if you guys have questions uh, specifically for Kevin, uh, definitely leave them in the comments section. Uh, if you don't have any questions or comments, as always, please let us know where you're watching from. I thought I saw someone say Dominican Republic. Yes, Matt Cabala is checking in from the Dominican Republic, watching you guys before I board my plane back to the States. Oh, awesome. That is awesome. So again, this show is for you guys. And if you have any questions or comments, leave them in. We're going to talk chicken. So we're going to bring Kevin on. We're going to talk about a couple things. And that is, how's it going with this chicken coop? Yeah, we got to talk some... Wait, we got to get the chicken talk out of the way. Well, we're going to get the... What do you mean? Chicken talk between the show right now or with Kevin? No, with Kevin. Okay. Yeah, like we, we want say. the chicken update. Well, that's what we're going to do, especially talking about the transition, because he did it your way of taking the baby chicks, raising them to five or six weeks, I can't remember, and then introduced them into the hen house. So it's just always nice mm. to hear from a customer or someone that's actually used it uh, to see how it went. And also because he is a gardener, I love to talk about the uh, topic of to till or not to till because we did bring that up a little bit when we, we did, did the show three, four, five weeks ago. I don't remember how long ago when we cleaned out the hen house. I know I keep looking to Ingrid. I'm like, I have no idea. No idea. Um, well, yeah, that, yeah th because the, the it came up there because we were talking about whether or not he was going to till it into his garden after he took it out of his chicken coop. And I said, well, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa. Oh, no. Also, Kevin can help us with chickens and gardens and see what he's going to do as a new chicken daddy what right. he's going to do with his garden and his chickens. the chicken dad he is brilliant at those names i, I think he, i think he actually trademarks them too so um and also uh ingrid i, I did ask her i said can we experiment with the new backgrounds i can't stand where it looks like this with the antenna from the tv uh is this driving you nuts our logo is in the center we're not in the center i know is that well, and the chickens are cut off and now i'm all oh, annoyed I see what's going on. well we had to adjust because we're expecting a guest that, that is so true we, we need to yeah, scoot. That is true. They were All right, together. So yeah. Kevin is going to be on in uh, at twelve fifteen Eastern. Yeah, 9, are you 15. feeling crowded? No, actually, okay. no. I'm I'm not yeah, at all. Right. I appreciate it. So and, what did you want to discuss before well, he comes home? There's things we need to discuss, and I because we did have a couple visitors show up today. I didn't get a chance to start doing my notes like I normally do. But there's been some things that have come up. Uh, one phone call last week, and we didn't get a chance as the marketing slash sales team to talk about this. We have a gentleman. I love when we just talk about it live. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Because this is going to be awesome. We've always been wanting to do this. I he want, called this morning. Yes, and, and you thank 
you for not putting me in right with him right away because everything that happened on this morning mm-hmm. and happened this morning, I'm like, oh gosh, now Kristen's calling. What is going on? Um, we have a gentleman that paid a contractor to build a chicken coop for him last year, two years ago, and they're running into all kinds of problems. And he, he even said, he goes, man, now I know why we should have just called you guys. But here's what I want to do. I want us to go out there, do it on video. I have not seen his coop. I said, don't send us pictures. And be able to do a video capturing the problems that he had so we can share that with people that are building their own coops. Here's the real deal. And can Carolina Coops fix it? Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure we can, but... Oh, it's it- like bar rescue. But yeah, with chicken yes. coop rescue. <laughs> fix my coop. That's it. So that's what I'm getting at. So love it. it's local. Um, I definitely want the two of us to be there. I would love if Ingrid's there. Well, we can have the, the flip it or... Fix it. What, what is that one? That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Can 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 we fix this chicken coop or do we need to sell it? That's exactly <laughs> it. But we're gonna do it. Unlike reality shows, we're gonna do it for real. Yeah. Not scripted. Not scripted. It's gonna be for real. Um, that's one thing. Number two. Yesterday, I was jumping out of my boots. This is really cool. We're gonna go out and do another video now. Does Ingrid have any clue what I'm about to talk about? We never know what you're gonna say. Yeah. You know what I'm about <laughs> to say. You were part of the call. You got the original call. Oh, that. Yeah. One of our original custom coops we did in North Raleigh, unbeknownst, did I say that right? Mm-hmm. To yes. us, the uh, lady, and there's a funny story about her multiple coops until we finished on her custom coop, sold her home, and left her coop there. So the new buyers called up and said, "Hey." We just bought this house. We were told it's Carolina Coop. We want to get chickens now. So we're going to go out there and do a walk around of her coop. Which coop is it? Mm. It's on the custom coop page, Mm -hmm. and it's unlike any other. Was it on the Torta Coop? No, she would not let us do Torta Coop. It might be a semi-HOA issue. Semi? The, the, the whole story started where she called us up back in like probably 2008 saying, I want a chicken coop from you guys, but... I have this path that everyone walks behind their property. So she had to plant arborvitaes or cypress trees or cedar trees, whatever that was. And she had to wait till they got to a certain height to kind of block her coop. Then she got a Carolina coop. And I warned her, I said, the run's not big enough for what you're telling me. So then she called me up a year later laughing, going, Matt, you were right. So we had to do a run edition. And she still wasn't happy. So we ended up taking her coop in on trade, which I think eventually got- Went to my kid's art teacher. Yes. Um, And then we built her a custom coop, reclaimed barn wood. It was one of the originals of the craftsman, if you will. Now looking back, it's where I learned about the rope wrap roost bars. And you got a video of her chickens running. The yes, big that's fat, the one yes. with the arch door. Yes. I love door, yes. that coop. Yes. I mean, if we were, I guess if I would have told Ingrid, she would have been prepared with a picture. Oh, wow. What oh, preparation? Prep, prep. What's that? Why even do that for a show and be all professional? This well, is we, our. We were prepared enough to have Kevin oh, on. Oh, gosh. Yes. That yes. I mean, if people knew <laughs> what was going on. Uh, so there's that. Also, don't forget, we haven't rang it in a while, and that's okay. You have the opportunity to win a free shirt. I believe the last free shirt did go out last week. If you leave us a comment, a question, something that contributes to what we're trying to do here that I'm like, oh my gosh, that is awesome. That deserves a free shirt. We ring the bell and you get a free shirt. And I know um, there, I mean, there is a tactic. I want people to be able to engage, but I think it's a lot of fun to give and I want to do it more and more. Yeah, we're seeing a, a, a real community here with the comments. Yeah, yes. so let's let's uh, let, let's go <laughs> this get this one. Yes, this one. 
Joan, Joan says, my Carolina coop has easy, easily withstood two hailstorms. Chickens don't even run into the hen house during a storm. They're very mm. happy with the coop. Yeah, they can just stay underneath. They usually go underneath. What a great point. I tell you, I have some frustrations right now dealing with the state of California with quality of coops. And they're holding a coop of ours to the standard of building a home. Mm. And the standards in California because of uh, earthquakes and fire and wind, because they're up on top of a mountain, is insane. And they don't care about furniture quality grade building. Doesn't count because the engineers that have to prove everything don't have those in their specs. But I tell you, it's been crazy. And part of the conversation, which we still haven't gotten the video up, I don't know if we talked about it, where we did a, a video testing breaking one of our trusses that was rejected, mm. took over a thousand pounds before it broke. We still haven't finalized that video. And I think we're just gonna have to redo it. But again, it's just they will last the test of time. There's so many things about our coops. Or if you're thinking about building a coop, those are the things I'm trying to teach you guys is not how to copy our coop. That's not what I'm saying. But if you're going to go out and choose lumber, here's what we suggest. You know, we had another person recently rip us up and down. Not sure if we're going to talk about it today and if we get a chance for YouTube chicken, please. Oh. That's that's not pressure treated. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, so thank you, Joan, for that. We do yes. use pressure treated on the portion of the coop that is in contact with the ground and it's ground contact rated disclaimer but the whole thing is not gamer earl what is that early in ginger, ginger head. head oh see that's why i can't read i need some ideas i am a first-time chicken owner the coop that came with my house flooded so i am watching for some great tips you're at the right place we have so many great tips and you can go back watch our past shows yeah watch the coop placement Mm. Mm, that and would for be that with key. the flooding. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Um, so you got video chicken. You got a regular YouTube channel. We love to. That's our tactic here, right? Mm. We want to educate people. Here's what you need to know about chickens. And then you're going to realize why we do what we do, which I want to bring up another point. And I know Kevin's going to come in here uh, any minute and we're going to jump right into that. Um, we did make an official change yesterday. And I meant to call the first customer to give them a heads up. We're changing the ladder. I know you're not in love with it. And I don't blame you, and I appreciate that. I'm not either. That. I, I believe oh. Ooh. <laughs> oh. But, I mean, I'm not. I don't have any kind of say. I just... You absolutely. I think we need some comments. Do we have a picture of it? I think that we should bring one in. Then. I do not like it. Oh, my God. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not. And I have an old chicken who has like a bum leg, and she still uses the new ladder. Just well, thank you. Fine. Thank you. And so, she climbs up it. Like, she climbs up. She's slow, but she climbs up it perfectly fine. I love the existing ladder so much, and you know I'm cheap, frugal. I would pay extra for that ladder. Yeah, aesthetically, it looks better. And that's the... I that, think the function is better. All right, there's Kevin ringing in. Let's go ahead and get into it. And then we'll get back to the ladder. We better. Um, let's see. Boom, boom, boom. Add to the... There he yes. is. What's going on, Kevin? Hi. What's up, guys? Good morning. Happy Friday. I see uh, you're uh, at your home there out in beautiful San Diego, California. Yep, hanging out in the backyard. Awesome. I definitely, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to be with us here. And I was just uh, leading in to explain to everyone that we did a collaboration. You're the first person I did a collaboration with. And just again, want to thank you so much that you have been gr the right choice without a doubt. Because, yeah. you know, I'm picky. And I remember Kevin going, and I was surprised when he said this. He goes, Matt, you had me a little nervous. Like, <laughs> I had to sell this to you, which I so, guess. 
I guess looking back, I could see how yeah. that could have came across, but I saw a lot of similarities in our minds, yeah. why we're trying to achieve what we want to achieve. So Kevin, thank you so much for what you're doing. Thank you for being here. You got a lot of fans, which I know you already know that they couldn't wait to see you. So here he is. Um, and Kevin, well, okay. Okay. Come in and come in. And, also right. make sure we, everyone knows who doesn't know, but I don't know who they are, but if they <laughs> don't know, it's, um, you can follow Kevin on Epic homesteading and Epic gardening on both YouTube and Instagram, lots of tips, lots of great videos. So please make sure you follow him if you don't already. Yeah, I would the, be... If you're one of the three people that don't already follow him, <laughs> make sure you follow him. Okay, Mom. Yeah, no, no, thank you, Ingrid. That's exactly why I keep Ingrid around because I forget those things. I just assume everyone knows who Kevin is, especially when he does a TikTok on our coop when he first got it. And that was, was really good. 12 million views in th three days. It's like, holy cow. I had so many people... Like, oh my gosh, there's your chicken coop. Yeah, like, yeah, thank you, Kevin, because now you set the bar way too high yeah. for our TikTok. Right. Thank you. Hey, I didn't even I didn't even know it would do that well, so <laughs> I'm happy it did. Yeah, I get calls from people that say, I want that one. Oh, do you really? Yeah, I want That's Kevin's funny. coop. Yeah, and Maybe truth, we need to have a signature coop together, huh? Yeah. We, yeah. Absolutely, we absolutely do. And to take it a step further, is there not a lady that insists on having the exact coop with the same exact chickens? Yeah. In color. Serious? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's why the same chickens is another level of dedication, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. It absolutely is. I love it. I think that's great. So, Kevin, again, thank you for being here. What I would love to do is there's a couple of things I wanted to talk to you about. One is um, how's it going with the coop, especially you got baby chicks and you raise them to a certain age and you transition them into your coops. I would love it if you could talk to us about that, um, the things that maybe you learned, things that worked, didn't work, showing everyone that's watching right now, what, what, how, how did it go? Yeah, sure. So here it is. The coop's right here. You guys can see, hopefully, in the background there. Mm -hmm. um, I'll give you a quick little little walkthrough. I'll show you the girls. God, they've got so we've big. got they're, – they're big, aren't they? You remember them, Matt. Look at that ladder. Look at these. Look at these girls. Yeah, I need uh, to clean the ladder off a little no, bit. I'll no, just say no. that right there. <laughs> I love it. I um, love it. But what's nice is I got them trained up on the water bar pretty quickly, actually. And then the coop works is in here nice so i will say i will say the transition i, I was a little nervous because the lavender orp was a week and a half younger than the rest and i think i put the rest out at like five weeks but we're in san diego so it's not that that cold so i figured it would be fine turns out it was it took a while for them to get used to going in and out of the actual hen house so i didn't know how much i should let them leave that to chance and so for the first like Maybe three or four days, I would pick them up and carry them around and then put them in because I didn't know if they'd actually figure it out. Uh, and then I think it was like day five, they figured it out at sunset. And I watched them like over a 15 minute period very slowly get in through the ladder and like get kind of look, look nervous a little bit. But they eventually made it in. And then uh, I think yesterday, the day before, was the first day at night that all of them were on the rope wrap roost bars. Most of the time they were sleeping in the actual litter. Uh, <laughs> so now they actually made it up onto the, the bars, which is really cool. So honestly, the transition wasn't, wasn't too challenging over here. And that's what we like to hear, nor yeah. should it be, but I know that's a question we get a lot. And you and I have difference of opinion. Yeah, he did it more your way where me, I'm like, just use the hen house as the brooder yeah. from day one. Um, how have the chickens been, in your opinion, as far as, you know, are, are they friendly towards you? Are they coming running to you? Like, hey. Do they have different personalities? Who's the leader? 
Yeah, so here, I'll show you. What You know what was interesting is as chicks, they were much more friendly. And I think right now they're... They're teenagers. They're not un <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not unfriendly, but they're not they're not super, super friendly. The two orps uh, is weird. Like, they, when you pick them up, they're fine being held, like, from sort of the breast, but they don't want to be picked up. The two uh, Wyandots, they'll never let you hold them like that. They have to be on their on your finger, like, kind of roosting on your hand. And then, honestly, the, the Rhode Island, I barely ever pick up. She really doesn't seem to want it. And the cream leg bar, mm, she's kind of doing her own thing as well. So, yeah, it's interesting. Like, throughout the day, they, they will go back in the hen house, like, two or three times throughout the day to kind of relax, I guess. I, I, I didn't know that was a behavior that they would do. <laughs> it's almost like they're practicing, I always yeah. find. Like, before they get ready to lay, you'll find them do, like, some practice runs. At least that's what I remember. <laughs> okay. It's weird. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and as far as their temperament goes, they are teenagers. They're adolescents. So they're going to be the least friendly right now. And once they start laying eggs, they're going to be more docile. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking um, I would have to, like, get some mealworms or something like that and train them to come up to my hand. Because I, I do miss the phase where you could hold them and, and hang out with them, and they just don't seem to want it anymore. Yeah, I was told from somebody, always feed them mealworms only out of your hands in the beginning. Because mm -hmm. then they will idea. learn to associate you with that. Mm -hmm. So, Kevin, how old are your chickens right now? You know, I think I got them when I think it was mid or late February. So we're pushing on like maybe two and a half months now, uh, which is crazy because it seems like I've had them simultaneously not at all and, and also for like a year. I don't know. It's like a weird time warp <laughs> thing going on. Because I, yeah. I know people are going to ask a lot, especially to try to compare size. So, what were we talking? Eight possible 10 weeks? Ten weeks old, you're thinking something like that. Yeah, so, probably about eight or ten. Yeah. So you're about almost halfway to that magical day, and I always joke around. I, t I tell people you always remember your first one. Enjoy that mm -hmm. moment when you get that first egg, and I know you will, and I know you'll crush it with a killer TikTok or something like that. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You, you always remember your first egg, and that's when it's all, in my opinion, it just comes together mm -hmm. full circle that satisfaction especially when you start to get to consume the eggs or share them with neighbors uh do educations yeah. there's so many great things that are about to come uh with having when your chickens do start to lay yeah yeah i'm excited because i think with six there's a chance i could get somewhere around like two dozen eggs a week maybe at the start so that's for awesome. me that's yeah. that's fantastic i, I yeah. could definitely with, with the produce that I'm growing here, I mean, that's that's a solid amount of food for myself. Oh, gosh, yes. Mm -hmm. um, so, and I would love it if you if you have the time uh, to, I don't know if we have any specific questions I would love. We for, do. Well, let, let's do that. If we have some fans that would love to ask uh, Kevin, I remember when we did that show five or six weeks ago where we cleaned out the uh, hen house, one of the ladies like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm Kevin's biggest fan. So I took mm -hmm. a picture with her to share it with oh, Kevin. She's like, I can't believe you were there. It's just absolutely awesome. Nice. So we we had a question on Instagram, and I think somebody also here, forgive me for not finding the name, um, asked, are you growing anything specific to feed to your chickens? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, you know, nothing absolutely specific, but I'll show you over here in the pond. And I don't really know if there's a list of things you should or shouldn't feed them, but I do have this watercress in my pond right here. Mm -hmm. Oh, crazy. And it grows quite literally like a weed. So I, I harvested a bunch because it was taken over the pond and tossed it in there and I don't see it. So I, I think they probably liked it. Uh, I actually harvested a ton of cabbages. I, I harvested like way too many. I had maybe 14 cabbages each a couple pounds. And I think the chickens ate fully like 
10 of those cabbages over the course of two weeks, which <laughs> yeah, is crazy. So that. it's a great way for us because I'm growing for education here, you know, so that means that I grow stuff sometimes that I don't like to eat or sometimes it harvests at a weird time. And so it's, it's good to have chickens so I don't feel bad about wasting the food. Absolutely. They are such good recyclers. And all of that's going to yeah. turn into an egg or fertilizer. So not yet. Yeah, nothing goes to waste. Exactly. I, find, yeah, exactly. I find mine love bok choy and kale. Just putting that out there. They seem to yeah, love that. Yeah, which, which, are both, um, which are both brassicas, mm -hmm. as is cabbage. And mm -hmm. I found them to go crazy for the cabbage. Like they just went nuts for it. Yeah. And I think it's more of a timing thing. Those are vegetables that grow when nothing else is green. Or more of the cool season right. vegetables. Mm -hmm. And they Pretty love much. to have greens in the winter. Mm -hmm. Or all year, yeah. but it's just obvious that they get it in the summer. So I'm going to be guys a little... Think I, do you guys think I should be growing something specifically for them? I don't think so. No, I do exactly what you do. Yeah. Whatever, I, I whatever there's extra. Mm -hmm. And I grow green stuff in the winter just for my chicken. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got it. So something I did want to ask, I don't want to take away from our viewers, mm -hmm. but I'm dying to know this. Something that, yeah, Kevin mentioned something. Well, we talked about this, another little collaboration, doing some riffing. And um, because he's growing a lot there, and you know how we're huge fans of free ranging, we talked about potentially incorporating what we call chunnels or chicken mm -hmm. tunnels. And I wasn't sure, Kevin, if you had any more thoughts about that, maybe questions, or now that you've had your chickens for a little bit, um, is there anything that you've kind of starting to solidify in your mind as you're, as you're adding to your gardens there with that entire project? And he froze up for a second, so we'll give him a second to come back in. He should probably hear us, but you did freeze. Uh, again, I was just asking Kevin from Epic Gardening, homestead, Epic Homesteading. Chicken Daddy. Yeah, the Chicken Daddy. If you have never been to his social – oh, we may he have just, lost him. He's probably going to call back. Yeah, he'll yep. call right back. All right, sorry about that, folks. Um, yeah, he talked about doing – chicken tunnels mm -hmm. yeah. and i thought my god you know what a, a great place to show off in an urban setting you know he's right in the i don't say city of san diego but it's very populated and i just love what he's doing because what you see him doing in his yard and you can go back and watch what ingrid's done in her yard that's the future yeah and i'm I, so proud of ingrid yes Aww, it is you. it is unbelievable until you go to Ingrid's house mm -hmm. how much work she's putting into it. I'm, I'm kind of like geez no wonder why I can't get her to do even maybe <laughs> 60 70 hours a week now she's got so many plants to water uh, so there's Kevin calling back right now and we'll get him the back whole point in is to not have to have the plants to water we try to automate that stuff hey guys. Uh, thanks for coming back yeah thanks for coming <laughs> back so I was just asking about the chicken tunnels I wasn't sure if you had any new thoughts or questions on that yeah yeah sorry my phone overheated on me um the chicken tunnels. So I do have the automatic chicken door, which it honestly looks like the chickens want to come out of right now. I don't know if you can see, but they're all huddled up right next to it. Yeah. And the positioning of the coop is one where I've got my shed here with this water tank. And there is a go behind, I suppose. And there's a lot of space behind here next to the fence. And so I thought maybe I could do some sort of tunnel to this back area because if we kind of walk this way, this is where I want my compost bins to eventually be. It's kind of against this back wall here. So I figured what I could do is this area could get channeled into and I could gate this off somehow. And then when they scratch through this area with all the scraps, I could just really easily toss them into the future composter 
here. I don't, what do you guys think about that? I, I, I don't even think he needs a tunnel. I think they could have access free reign with that entire area, especially if it's compost. Right. So the question comes up, you know, you can fence it in and you want to make sure it's six yeah. foot tall or clip their wings. And there's debate about that. But, you know, the thing about channels is it is a way, if done right, to give them almost 100% protection from hawks during the daytime, oh. or you'd have to net that off. But giving your chickens, they're ready to rock and roll. And that's another reason why I wanted to uh, bring this up. You can tell they're ready to get out. They will tear up everything you're trying to grow right now. And um, nothing will benefit them more than when you do allow them to be able to start getting out and scratching. Uh, you'll see it immediately, and it'll just bring a smile to your face. Yeah. So. And if you and if you can't let them out, bring that stuff to them, like mm -hmm. you have been doing. Yep, keep them. Yeah. Keep right. Yeah, right now I've been, I've been just bringing stuff in because I'm I am afraid because that there are hawks here, and I know for a fact I I walked over holes that a skunk or raccoon dug mm -hmm. just yesterday, and so I know that if I let them out, something weird's going to happen if they're unprotected. So I want to make sure I have something there because I do want to use that automatic door. I think it's amazing. I just want to make sure that they're protected if I do it. We could actually put the door on the other opposite side. Oh, yeah. We yeah, could, we could yeah. swap. He loves that automatic door. <laughs> he was like a little kid. He just, when we were out there, it was really fun. Uh, so another sure. question I wanted to get to, because we got about another 15 minutes, which again, thank you so much. Really and if you're nice. just joining us, we have Kevin from Epic Gardening, Epic Homesteading. If you haven't already checked out his YouTube channel, his TikTok, his Instagram, please definitely go there. Um to till or not to till? Okay, I'm fascinated by this because I'm not very smart when it comes to gardening. And I am was always taught you till it up. And the, what I want to share with people right now and, and get Kevin's opinion because you are going to have, you know, another form of black gold, if you will, where that chicken droppings is, I always say miracle Girl has nothing on that nitrogen and that chicken droppings. What are your thoughts? What are you going to do with when you do go to clean out your hen house, are you going to be able to incorporate that into what you got going on there? And could you talk a little bit about your opinions on to till or not to till? Yeah. So just a little context. I went to um, Charles Dowding's garden, who if, if you're a gardener, you, you probably know a Charles. He's a UK grower who is a big proponent of what he calls it no dig, but it, it is sort of a no till mm -hmm. method. He's got some of the most beautiful gardens you'll ever see, and he doesn't ever till or dig and so you say well how is that possible and the reason why is he, he basically just top dresses his garden with compost every single year I, maybe a few inches I don't really know the exact amount but he's also been doing it for many 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 years and so the whole idea behind this no-till is that what's actually feeding your plants in the soil is obviously the nutrients in the soil but also all the different organisms that are sort of working together to break down that organic matter uh, and if you till, you, you're sort of shredding up the connections and, and some of those organisms and, and maybe disrupting that a little bit. So I definitely can see the argument for an, a no-till. And in fact, we really try to disturb our soil as little as possible. At the same time, if you're not living in a beautiful you know, British garden that's been cultivated for 15 years, and instead you move into a house like mine where it's basically just construction fill dirt in the back and has never really been improved, it makes sense, in my opinion, to till it up the first time, at least, and then mix in a bunch of organic matter, try to correct any of the soil problems that you have, because there's not a lot of life in that soil to begin with to destroy by tilling. So that first time, I guess I call it like a one-till method. You come through, we did it to our backyard where we had all the cabbages and stuff, 
And the following season, which is what the cabbages came out of, was some of our most productive yet. And now, as we replant it, we aren't retilling it. We're just adding a little more compost on top. So I, I could see people going either way. I think the longer the garden exists, the less you should want to till it. Also, I find that tilling is a great way to get weeds. <laughs> it seems yeah. every time that I've tilled anything, for whatever reason, it just weeds pop up. Right. Like we had. Yeah, yeah because there's a seed bed, you know, right. below the soil when you're basically just saying, hey, it's time to sprout something changed in the environment. It's time to go. And, and yeah, I mean, there's there's a method called the stale seedbed technique, Ingrid, that market farmers will use where basically they till on purpose. They water it. They let the weeds grow. They burn them off. They do that a couple of times to try to, like, force all those seeds to germinate and burn them out. And then from there, they minimally till. And so that's you're totally right. It tilling brings wow. up a lot of weed. Yeah, those are two really good points. Yeah. So and speaking of weeds, I did want to give a shout out. I tell you, the other person that I just had so much fun talking to, listening to, I actually got to sit on one of their uh, marketing meetings and I learned so much from just listening to them and talk um, is the garden hermit, Mr. Yes. Jacques. Uh, super great guy. If you guys didn't check out that video off the cuff, we just decided to walk over to his chicken goop and he truly did such a great job. And mm -hmm. it is just, again, it's in my mind to see them take information from our videos and incorporate it all the way 3000 miles away is just so awesome. And Jacques is really, really smart and did such a great job. And you guys just reminded me a video that I found fascinating that he did is when we we're talking about weeds, he goes, here's why I don't till up weeds or I don't pull weeds from his garden. He said, it's a great moisture meter. And I just mm -hmm. thought that was fascinating. Now I don't know if that's right or wrong, but again, I'm just like, man, that just makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Weeds are like a lot of gardeners will say like weeds are information. And so like the species of weeds that grow in a particular area tells you what the garden either has too much of or, or too little of, you know, so some, some plants really want like an overabundance of nitrogen and then they go crazy. Well, then if that's the species that's growing, you, you kind of know what's going on with your soil there. And, and it's, it's the same with those moisture conditions that Jacques was mentioning. If you rip it out, you can kind of get a sense for, of, how much that soil is clinging to the roots and you can see see quote in quotes how much water is in the soil right yeah. right so uh, i always ask people what got you into chickens but i think i know mm -hmm. the answer for me yeah 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 i mean for me it well what do you think the answer is actually jock yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think i think i've been into them it looks like sort of anecdotally before Jacques, but having him like being able to go over and actually see his chicks for sure definitely helped to convert me. The one thing, I mean, I, and I had watched, um, you know, your, your, your guys' videos, Matt, for maybe three years before we ever even reached out. Uh, I think it was all your classic tour videos from back in the day, you know, uh, that were just incredible. And I think for me, it's like the, the interconnectedness of the, the ecosystem with the chickens and, and the garden. It's like the most natural pairing of, of two sort of schools of, of practice, I guess, uh, that, that could exist. So that's what really got me. That makes sense. So the other part I did, I'm dying to know, and I know our <clears throat> listeners, viewers are going to want to know. So when it does come time to clean out your chicken coop, and we even have oh, she, someone brought for show oh, and tell. And I, wear, I wear poop around my neck. You, so. you can't make this stuff yeah. up. Yeah. That's oh. compost. Uh, 
my little jar of hemp and uh, chicken poop. And, and she's brought in to show people how the chicken droppings will continue to break down into soil and that whole conversation. Um, oh, so I would okay. love to know if you have an idea when it does come time to clean out your hen house, are you going to use it? Two-year-old at... chicken poop oh, and so four-year-old chicken poop. I get really excited wow. about chicken poop. We, yeah, have, we have a poop expert over here. Yeah, and I'm, I'm trying to get Kristen to give me that four-year-old chicken poop. Oh, yeah, I, I got neighbors that. lining up with buckets. Yeah. yeah. So will you? do you see yourself using it as a top dressing? You think you'll throw it into another compost? And this is a question we get a lot. Like, when is it a good time to introduce it to your garden? Is it too hot? You know, you got to wait for it to compost a little bit more. My, my thought is if I'm using, I think right now I have like half pine shavings, half of the hemp bedding. Um, and then if you think about, I guess, it's probably mostly carbon in that, right? And then the chicken dropping is mostly nitrogen. I would imagine it makes sense for me to cycle that through uh, at least a round of, of organic hot composting. So like bringing it up to temperature, 160 degrees, breaking it down. It's probably already pretty broken down because it's been sitting in there for such a long time. Uh, maybe if, if it's like a year old or something like that. So my thought is using it as sort of as like a compost activator, throw it in there, cycle it into the next bin, and then top dress it out instead of putting it on directly. Compost activator. I, I just pictured a compost superhero all of a sudden. <laughs> compost, that, that is amazing. I'm sure well, all our- I mean, Sometimes you have a hot compost pile that goes cold, right? And, and to restart it, basically you need that core- to have the right sort of ratio of carbon and nitrogen and the right microorganisms to start breaking it down again. And I've been told at least, I haven't really tried it, that that chicken manure is a great way to do that because it is so high in nitrogen and it's so bioactive. Yeah. So we have a couple more minutes left, Kevin. Again, thank you so much. I do want to, uh, for our viewers that are taking the time to yeah. uh, sit here and listen to all this, I can't thank you guys enough. Let's go ahead. I see you got a question ready from Julie. Yes, so question for Kevin. Um, is there a DIY way to construct the raised metal beds like the ones you have? They're a bit out of my budget, mm -hmm. but I love the way they look. Yeah, as far as the, the galvanized ones that we have, I'll walk into the front and give you guys a sneak peek. I don't know of a way to DIY the corrugation on the sides, but if you want a more budget option, it's not going to last as long, but it, it still will work really well, is you can use those... Uh, like those watering troughs that you get at um, a feed store, mm -hmm. Th those will work. It's just that the galvanization that they use is not quite as strong. And so you probably see them rust out in, I would say, maybe three years, whereas these can be 13 years old. They won't rust out. Obviously, they, they are they are somewhat pricey. But I don't know, unfortunately, Julie, of a way to, to replicate the corrugation. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. When you broke up there for a second, but we definitely got most of it. But look at that shot. I tell you, I loved every time I got a phone call. I just went. Oh, I went to his pond. That was my favorite area on his yeah. property. It was just incredible. And it's just so nice to see. And here's what I want to make sure everyone understands is what Kevin's doing uh, and what we talked about, what Ingrid's doing. That is the future. Thank God. Why not? take your property and be able to start growing stuff. And I'm a guy, I love the big green grass, but I tell you, I love that it is so doable. You got, you know, in, in a way you got pioneers reinventing it, if you will, and creating new products where it works for you. And again, that shot when he showed it, it it's, it's gorgeous. It just makes sense when you go there, how beautiful it can also be. Yeah. 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 For me, it was like, it was trying to make the garden also look like a, a normal front yard, so to speak, where like you, you weren't 
you weren't looking necessarily at like sort of a sloppy uh, classic organic garden. Not that, that there's anything wrong with that. I actually really like the beauty of it. But if you're going to convince a ton of people to do it, it's got to be a little bit ma more mainstream to get people going. And then you can convince them to, to get a little more organic with it. Right. All right. We have another question from Cooking Sherry. As a baby, as a new baby chick daddy, what is the biggest issue you have faced or lesson you have learned? Because she's a new chick mommy and she's neurotically cautious and researching everything. So she wants to know what you have faced. Yeah, you know, I will say I, I was the same at the start with the baby chicks. <clears throat> I was asking all my chicken friends like, oh, what do I need to worry about? What, what kind of heater? You know, the pine shavings, I heard they're bad. I heard that they're going to inhale the dust or whatever. And uh, the pasty butt problem. I did not run into any any problems at all. I mean, even in the baby chick stage, because I was debating guys uh, raising from the pullet stage. I think maybe I even talked to you about that, yeah. Matt. Then I said, you know, I think I have to go through the whole process. And I was worried because obviously, you know, we're running a company over here. There's a lot going on and, and taking care of the baby chicks. I thought might be too much. And it really wasn't. Uh, it really wasn't that difficult. They seemed to kind of know what to do and, and seem to raise themselves. Maybe I got lucky. Um, the only things I've, I've really been stressed about is the transition from the old school like baby chick watering thing to the water bar i was afraid they wouldn't know how to figure it out uh and it took about two days and i would go and press on the little uh watering nipples and sort of make them see that the water came out uh and then i was start i started to get stressed that they knew the water was coming out of that red nipple but they didn't know that their beak had to press the silver depressor so they didn't know how to get more water and so i was like oh no and then i re-put the the old watering thing in there just in case and then i took it back out so i definitely was a little stressed about that but i mean to be blunt i i took the old watering thing out and they haven't died so i think they figured out how to, how to, how to drink so yeah okay so we have fish and matt ryan who also wants to know if you're going to get um ducks now that you have a pond <laughs> he was asking about that but i think that's putting the Ducks before the horse, if it was. But anyway, um, he also asked, if I let my chickens free range in the backyard, will they instinctively avoid any plants that are bad for them, or do I have to remove any plants that may be toxic? Mm. Yeah, I'll throw that back to you guys, because I don't really know the answer there. Well, I've never had one die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I tell you, chickens... Kind of the same. Kind of, they yeah. seem to know. Yeah, and that falls under, like, oh, you can't feed chickens apples or whatever you know and i'm just like my god i just they, throw it all out there and they know they yeah, they, they know um, they don't like certain things it's, yeah i don't know if it's because they're yeah. toxic but they just aren't attracted to certain things yeah they don't eat potato peelings yeah they don't i threw um those big grubs those big white you know ground oh, grubs in mine didn't is the thing really? mine, mine didn't uh, I threw a big old pile of them there. Maybe it's the size of them relative. They're not like fully grown yet or something. But yeah. Jacques also said that his his don't seem to like it. But I've also seen other people say that they devour it. So maybe it's just a personality thing. Yeah. Sometimes I found that chickens, some like my chickens wouldn't like something that all the chickens liked that everyone else had. And then when I brought new chickens into the mix, they liked those things. Like, for instance, blueberries. Yeah. They liked blueberries. And then now, all of a sudden, all the chickens like blueberries because yeah. they are very much like high school girls yeah. and will like to, yes. to do what the other ones are doing. Yes. So funny. You think it's like the top of the pecking order determines what they all like to eat? Not always because the new ones are on – the new ones that you bring in are on the bottom. But they might mm. be like, oh, what is this? I like this. And maybe because the other chickens didn't like it, it's being left for them. And then all of a sudden, they're like, hey, wait, what is that? 
I think I want mm. that now. Yeah. And it's <laughs> it's interesting funny. how so I think your chickens will be eating those grubs soon. Don't worry. Yeah, I think uh, so too. All right, so we're coming up. We only have a couple minutes left. So I'll just Kevin, again, thank you so much. I know we got more business to talk about. We are always here at Carolina Coops figuring out everything we can do to benefit our customers and uh Kevin uh, has brought up some ideas uh, for distribution uh, that we can make a win-win. So we're definitely going to talk about that. Um, but yep. again, Kevin, keep up the good work. Thank you so much for what you've done behind the scenes. Uh, you've done your part where I told Kevin, I said, you know what? What I really want is to be able to text you really anytime and pick <laughs> your brain. That's what I really want. It's not so much for him to promote our product, this and that, which I love that he does because he just does it naturally, does it well, and he's doing it. He's living it. Um, but he's just at, at a moment's notice like, yeah, absolutely, and gives us suggestions and ideas. So I just want, again, thank you so much. I can't wait to when we get back out to San Diego uh, to maybe do another video or mm -hmm. kind of do a follow-up on things. And I'm definitely looking forward to the um, – the chicken tunnels so, uh, promo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we do need to talk about the a promo because that 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 Kevin could offer his his followers. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and did we ever finalize that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. we need to finalize. We okay. are just all also, so busy. I'm, I'm just gonna drop. We'll come uh, up with something. Okay. When you when one of your Orpingtons goes broody next year, give me a call. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I will. Okay. I will for sure. Yeah. I don't. I have never dealt with that. So. It'll be a time for sure. You, you will love it. It's the best. It is the absolute <laughs> best. All right. It's 1245. Awesome. Kevin, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank, thank you so much, you Kevin. Guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. Nice to see you. Okay. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Whew. That was fun. Yeah. That was a lot. Um, I tell you, I am reminded. I love what he said. Yeah. Man, man, man. I, this is so great to learn stuff. Yes. That's actually what I was just about to say. As an adult, it's it's like you go day after day after day, and you don't really learn anything because you're just working or whatever. You're in your routine, and then when we have a guest on, and I'm like, it's a sponge, and I'm like learning again. It's it's exhilarating. It, it so I was just gonna say the same thing. Is it's just this is what I love about having chickens, business, today's technology, being able to team up with other experts, mm -hmm. and you know, it's our turn now to to. to figure out what problems we're having today and solve them. And again, I am a huge believer in when you run a business, you got to figure out today what people are going to buy tomorrow. And I, without a doubt, see more and more people getting out of this mindset. You got to have this picket white fence and this perfect green grass where, and we're getting these calls too. You know, Mackenzie even said, you know, next week's show, we might be doing the, uh, we've been getting a lot of doomsday phone calls, but it doesn't necessarily have to be all doom and gloom. But the, I, I think it, the term is prepper. Oh, I love the dooms, or home, do, homesteading. It's all there's a lot of crossover. Yeah, I think these it's days. more. I think I think well, there. I think there's an extreme prepper mindset, or a doomsday prepper, a prepper, and um, a kind of homesteading anywhere, right? Like, like we do in the the city. The, yeah, and it's amazing how much and you know until you go to Ingrid's house, it's it's amazing how much they are able to grow. I have a picture actually. Oh one wonderful. Um yeah we, in we case should you were talking. <laughs> As I was oh. waiting for you, but now I gotta find it. I do want to do a, a show from her from her no, house. No 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 just, just turn it just, just turn, turn it on. Just turn okay. it on. All right. So there you go. So that's that is amazing. And that was just a bare Oh, Ingrid, tell, tell us. Well, that was. I mean, everything here was all grass and. Um, oh, I got to turn this one off. Um, let's see. Oh, no, that's not it. 
Oh, yeah, that was what a, yeah, we had such a great show. Are we able to talk about the new conversation there or we got to hold off and wait? I would hold off. Hold on off. Okay. So this is the side where the chicken coop is. And this is actually this year, so it's not even as lush as it normally is cuz this is at this time. I just took this the other day. But and that's their extended free-range area, right? Yep. yep. Okay. So they have the upper level as we call it where the coop is and then we they have this lower level. And then if you can see the gate out to the left, that's the perennial garden. They even get to go out there if I'm watching. So that's all. It's amazing what you can do. And you um, need the flowers for pollinators, right? Mm -hmm. For your vegetables. Oh, shoot. I just did this again. Oh, what boy. did you do? I look, look, I love my traps comment. Oh, I uh, know. It's the best, Fix right? it or cluck it. <laughs> Fix it or cluck it. Coop rescue. I yeah, I, I need to patent that one. Yeah, <laughs> I, we that might one. be stealing that one from my tribe. We'll talk. We'll talk. All right. Um, yeah. So if you didn't catch it, what we're talking about is hopefully we're going to be doing a, a video very soon where we're going to go out to a coop that someone else built. They paid someone to build it and they're having a lot of problems. And then when he was telling me those problems, I'm like, oh, yeah, I understand because that's the difficult part of building a perfect chicken coop. And we're going to see if we can fix it or not. Yeah, and there's get, so many things to consider. Get it all on video. Is it is it hot in here? Is non still out? Can you turn the AC on? It is. I mean, I'm trying not to. I, I was trying to avoid this, and it doesn't look like I'm sweating. But remember last year about this time? It's been over a year. Mm -hmm. Been over a year now uh, since we did our first show out in that blue room, sweating like crazy. We got another one. Cluck it or chuck it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. one. Yeah, not bad. <clears throat> not bad. Um, here we go. We want a question. Yeah, so let's let's hammer out some questions. Okay. I have a barn and want to turn it into a chicken and turkey coop. While fixing up the barn, I found raccoons been living in the barn. What do I do? Get rid of the raccoons. <laughs> Figure out how they got in Eviction. there. <laughs> Eviction. Evict them. You have. They will not. They will not mix well with your chickens. And no, turkey. no. Uh, you definitely got to get rid of them. How to get rid of them? You know, we can talk about that because that's probably really what he's asking. And I don't want to. It's usually against the law to relocate raccoons. It is for for good reasons. A lot of people don't realize that. I know it sounds like the humane thing to do to trap them in a have a heart. I used to do it professionally, and you were not allowed to take them across county lines. Uh, we the humane way was to euthanize them. But when you work from some pest control companies, budgets tight and that's expensive. So we used to have what we call our, our gas boxes, where you put them in a box and you turn the truck on, you hook up to the exhaust, and they go to sleep. It's painless. It's legal. I know it sounds awful, but it's actually legal. <sighs> the worst is, you know, my first mentor in bug killing, you drown them. Oh. I couldn't stand that. Mm. Couldn't stand. I just, I said, no, that is awful. Um, so do what you want. You got to eliminate the pest so that, because they have learned now to come there. So if you want to be successful, trap them, have there a heart. There might be a furrier who wants them. Yeah. Okay, what's a furrier? I, I can probably guess like someone that makes things out of them. Like a, like a hat? Mm -hmm. Ooh. I think I have one of those or Mikey has one of them. Uh, so somebody was asking what kind of coop he got. So let's show Kevin's Ooh. coop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We did have that ready to go. There it is. That is your go-to standard. And do we know what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I love it. That just makes it fun. Yeah, it's a Carolina coop. Oh, okay, uh, now you took it away from me. But... Six by 18. That is a six by 18 and run. And what color is the roof? I think he went with a galvanized, no? Or did, no, it was burnished slate. No. Uh, no, it looks charcoal. It was like charcoal. an ash gray or charcoal Ashmore? gray. All right, yeah, we're guessing. It was yeah. matching. It was matching his shed, and I think he's going to do some white trim on the battens. He had said. Yeah. I do like. I do like the color, and if we have that information somewhere, I'd love to find out. 
I do in my email. Yeah, okay. and just for the people that are watching right now, trust me, he has put on his Predator apron. He has backfilled everything. There's so much to the story what went Look on. Look how nice that ladder is. He's Did also you... he's also got the um, chicken run door. Nan, can you do me a favor if you're listening? Call out to the shop and have them bring in, if they haven't already packed it up, which we're doing expedited coops today, uh, if there is the new ladder, the new ramp, we're going to call it. I mean, what do you want me to do? I got it. Here's the deal. You know what I learned in the very. Did you see how the chickens were like hanging out on the ladder? I did. And I didn't want to be like, there you go, people, you know, because <laughs> we have the 2% of people that the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I I'm lo- going to squeak more. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not squeaky enough. Yeah. Oh, no. You guys are squeaky enough. Trust me. <laughs> oh, my God. I found my squeak. I'm sorry. Oh, so. You know, and I thought about offering the two different options, but we know when it comes to trying to standardize coops, it's just we cause more problems by giving more options. People are going to love the new ramp. I don't. There's many reasons from a business point of view why we're going to do go back to it. Um, I learned from day one when I built my first coop for a show. I'm like, yes, this is going to be great. Everyone's going to love it. And a lot of people loved it. But that's when I found out when you build chicken coops for a living. Boy, you put a bullseye on your back, and people are going to shoot at you nonstop, nitpicking everything. That's why we have chicken poops. Exactly. But here's what I learned is to learn from them. They made me better. And I remember saying after our first show, I said, okay, okay, I got this. Next year, not one person's going to be able to nitpick anything. They still found things, but I learned from them, and they just made us better. And oh God, the, the, the ramp... It's an important part. You got to make sure they can go up to the hen house. And you got you your customers that are like, well, my chickens are old. They got arthritis. Or I got silkies. I think the silkies would do better on the old one. Yes. So the current one. No. No. Because it has a, kind of an edge where the wheelchair ramp idea. So, Nan, if you can call out, if they haven't already packed it up, but maybe next week's show, I will show we it up. Pictures. Can, yeah, let me see if I can find some pictures. Talk amongst yourselves. Yes. Yeah, we're going to talk amongst and ourselves. And I, I, see, I see people on the chat talking about it. Too. Yeah, okay, well, let, let's let's look at that because we will more officially bring in some pictures. I took some pictures, shared them with the and team. And I see people, uh, we're a little behind, but I see people on the chat talking about using the back area of Kevin's coop for the channel. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if you understood what I was saying was he doesn't need a channel. No, he just needs to put the door on the opposite side and just use that composting area for their extended run area. Yeah, you know, you're exactly correct. And but I could tell there's two things that happened when we talked about this out there. One was if you let your chickens free range, you definitely have to contain it because he's got so much gardening going yeah, on. Yeah. You got your neighbors. But once I mentioned chicken tunnels, he was like a little kid. And you could just, again, I get it. All of a sudden, a million, it's like a disease. A million yeah. ideas come to your mind. It is fun. It, it is so much fun. And I said, do it. I said, these will be awesome videos. Maybe we'll do another collaboration. We'll come out and build them together yeah. or whatever. Ingrid, don't worry about it. We'll, I can't find mine. Yeah, thank you, though. Ingrid is. was giving it a hell of an attempt. <laughs> just click on. I'm there you it. go. Slow. There we go. Um, so maybe next week we'll, we'll show you the new ramps. If you if there's people out there like, no, I want the old school one, then fine. You know, We'll, we'll figure it out. And that's what we do. Ooh, we, we got, got a question. question. All right. How wide should the tunnels be for chickens if you want to make the most comfortable? The See, that's the thing about the channels is typically they're just uh just wide enough to go somewhere, but not necessarily. In my mind, I envision 
channels or tunnels being just a way to like a pathway to go to a, a, a larger, larger area. area. Yes. They're, they really are not going to want to just hang out in the tunnels. I mean, yes, they will, but... Especially if it's big enough. Right. Well, you can right. also direct them with the tunnels. And you can don't have to make it super narrow. You could make it big enough to fit like two chickens or three chickens yeah. wide and put them towards an area that they can destroy. Right. So my answer, too, for Richard is I would go as wide as you can that makes sense based on your area, your budget, and it's super affordable to make channels. But and there is a huge but right now because I don't want again. I know people are gonna rip me up one side down the other, the the one percenters or whatever that are like, oh Matt, you shouldn't have said that. You got to be careful of if they're really young, they might not be able to get out. But I'm telling you, when they're young, especially hawks, they can just pick up on that much easier of a of a snack, and they will try if they can reach in, they will try to pull them out. So your choice of material is gonna be very important, and. I agree. I think the concept should be, it's not a great alternative to free ranging or whatever, but it's better than nothing. But you use that to go to another area so you can bypass maybe a particular area you don't want them to go in, but you can maybe have at the end mm -hmm. where it is a garden area that you may not be growing, you want them to go in there and, and, and start rototilling, which they're great at. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And you can rotate them. You can have it closed off for the sea growing season in one area and then open up another area at a later time. So you can have these uh, cycling, you know, areas on and off. Um, so are we doing YouTube Chicken Police today oh, or no? Ingrid, I sent you like pictures I'm, of I'm the too, ladder. I'm if, in too good of a mood. you your email. I'm in too yeah. good of a mood to do it. Uh, yeah, I don't have okay. anything prepared. Uh, so if we can go when you're ready, bring up the comments. And I would love to. Guys, uh, already 1 o'clock. I can't believe it's Friday already. What are we going to do with these packages? Did you want to open those? What oh. are those? Oh, see, I, I'm a little nervous. I'm a skeptical kind of person. Like, why, why all of us? Okay, let's see. I have no clue what's in there. I have well, no let's idea. Talk about, well, I just brought up the comments, so let's talk thank some you, comments. Thank you. All right, bring that up. Make it bigger so everyone can see it. Yeah. Again, I thank Ingrid, everyone for taking the time email, to be here we have the ladders because i really do want some input i do too that would be great for next Unless week's show and have we finalized have we yeah i have Ugh. we have not finalized next week's show no are you gonna be here i don't there are so many things going on <laughs> we are gonna i have to go out to california and we are donating a, a chicken coop to the mendocino county jail if I said that correctly. Mm -hmm. Love what the sheriff is doing out there. I believe Sheriff Turner, I believe his last name is. And they're going to be doing a documentary mm -hmm. on the donation. And I'm going to be out there helping the the inmates, the residents, whatever the right term is to call them, to help them put this coop together. And they are very excited. And I love this because it's, in my mind, the right thing to do. And we're going to talk more about that when we're out there. Uh, but I think I will be here by the end of next week. So with that said, I do want to do. Okay, that's your cutest. No, Matt, preppers. I get it. Okay, the preppers, the homesteader. Because last week we talked about water glassing, water glassing eggs. I have no clue what that is. I am trying to get Mackenzie down here because she said she's getting a lot of calls. And I'm assuming you are and as she, well. She does water glassing already. She's like, oh, yeah, I water glass my, my eggs every winter. 
She never ceases to amaze me. I right? know. Yeah. Well, that way you can have your fresh you can have your fresh eggs in the winter when your hens aren't laying. Right. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So we we have to do this. So guys, if you're not sure what we're talking about, next week's show, I hope that we can do it. I'm sure I will be here, and I would like to. I it, will be here. It's trending. <laughs> People are are freaking out because you got food factories blowing up. You got all these. Well, other we've th- been told to expect something. I mean, even. I'm telling you, people. Even our president has said we're to expect food shortages or something like that. Yeah, that is scary. Yeah, that is scary. So and it's it's no secret that we may want to think about being prepared. Yes, and what? There's no better way than having chickens. I mean, there's I mean, a lot supply of, chain, whatever. What? Yes, and t- I mean that's amazing to be able to store your eggs because you know once you freeze them, they're only good for baking supposedly. Mm, yeah but if you put them in water you're saying and you store them a certain way it put um lime in them it's a it's a it's a whole process all right for next week's show next week's show you guys are going to teach me we're going to teach everyone that's listening um jetta must just got out of school um (laughs) (laughs) uh how to preserve your eggs in water there she is right on cue just just have a seat over there, but she's, I, I, I do love it. She's like, what can I be on the show? And I was telling her about Kevin, you know, uh, you know, we, we have some more questions. All right. Well, let's get to it. I'm just trying to kill time. I know. Oh, okay. So this one's for, we don't for kill time on the show. Yeah, really. Um, Sheesh. waiting for a question to come in. Uh, I'm a new chick mommy and I'm dealing with pasty butt on four chicks. I'm giving them electrolytes, but is there anything else I can do to stop this from happening? What causes, what causes pasty butt? I, it just happens. I I'm gonna have to refer to the book, but some people <laughs> say it's overcrowding. Um, Matt hasn't rapid wait, wait, wait. rapid temperature change. Is that what it is? So check to make sure they had the ability. And pasty butt for people that don't don't know is just the it's just the term for all the poop like clumping on. The yeah, back imagine fluff. if you didn't wipe your butt and all of a sudden you got to poop again and it just and it, can't come out. And then it just piles on top of the old poop. And honestly, when I first had chicks, I would gently like use warm water, warm cloths and try to soften it. And now I just wait for it to dry and just pick it off. <laughs> um, it's like pulling off a Band-Aid. So obviously I'm all about prevention. So that's how we, we got to make sure we clear it up. But... I have read and been told that if you have a brooder that is just for whatever reason they they can't get warm when they want to, that rapid temperature change can change can cause pasty butt, and you may see it especially once you get them because if you got them through the mail or they've been at a uh, you know an agricultural store a farm store, who knows what's going on there? So you I tend to see that if you are going to get pasty but you see it in the beginning and it may not be so much something you're doing wrong it might have been something that's been going on before you got them uh but make sure you address it because it will kill them do and electrolytes do anything that i don't know Kristen. i i wouldn't think so right it's not gonna i mean I the electrolytes might make them a little bit stronger but i don't know that that this is not a, a immune response this is response to something else yeah and it's this book says it's actually called pasted vent yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, well, we yeah. like to we like, never... we like to class things up in yes, the chicken world. Yes, we do. <laughs> and I and, and here it says only in chicks and cuz I've never ever had the problem. It, it's always like, on the fluff, the little chick feathers. Right. I've never had to pick it off of real feathers. So, um it, we it have It says up to 10 days old. Mm. Yeah, keep the questions coming. Hopefully we so, helped you that. 
answered that. Come to Middle Tennessee and save our coop. Wife started it two months. It's her project. I'm trying not to take over, but she needs help. There's your show. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I know. Like, I don't want to give up too much of what's going on because for, for many reasons. But I so believe in that concept. Uh-huh. And I know people would love it because they're going to learn. They can relate. And they can execute what they learned once the show is over. And I, I think we're going to end up financing it ourselves. Hey, Matt, I want to build my own coop. Should I put four by fours in the ground like a fence post to hold it down in case of high winds? Mm -hmm. If you want to, and it's in your budget and you understand what you need to understand about doing that. Yes. You're basically cleating it down into the ground. Um, I can tell you there's more affordable ways to keep it down in high winds, but that is your go-to standard building practice, just like you would do a pole barn. Um, You can also pour a concrete footer if you didn't want to put the four by fours into the ground, worry about them rotting over years um, and then have a good anchoring system, a hold down system for the four by fours into that concrete footer, that pillar. Um, Wouldn't you put like a fence post usually does have concrete to hold it down. Like you dig mm-hmm. it down and put concrete. And then that- there's that new expanding foam. Oh, that is true. Yeah. I bet you that stuff is killer. It and makes. I love the Tapcon screws. The Is that what they're called? The long screws? But isn't is this- the wouldn't the foam be toxic in the soil? I don't know. Yeah. Great question. Great <laughs> I don't question. know. I would just think that that's well, such yeah. a, a, a yeah. you know. I mean, the concrete does, but they, 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 they've changed, like, cinder blocks and concrete makeup so that it's not as bad. Um, but, but I don't luckily, know about the foam. Luckily, we don't get reports of, our, of your coops blowing away very much. No, only twice. And I do love when they came in because I said, I get to say, I told you so. The coop stayed together, and it's just you got to be careful. Yeah, when you have a run, that's a giant parachute, and there are ways to keep it from blowing away. Um, some that are more expensive than others, but if you are building from scratch on site and you have the ability to anchor it down into the ground, you got to make sure you go below the frost line. At least I would highly recommend going below the frost line. And if you got one post going below the frost line, you're going to want them all going below the frost line. The last thing you want is one side of it heaving up and the other side doesn't. Um, make sure you're using ground contact rated pressure treated lumber, or it's not going to last as long as regular pressure treated lumber. Make sure you got a stone base and then put a concrete footer down. So it sits, so it won't settle. We don't do all that because you don't need to. Oh. I, I prefer the boat. You have bo- to be careful because you're the expert. When you start saying stuff like that, people are going to expect. No, uh, no, because when we do have this conversation with customers, I explain all the pros and cons and I prefer the boat in the ocean technique or doing an entire concrete perimeter. So there's there's pros and cons to it all. And you just got to understand the details that are going to be involved. So he um, the same guy whose wife is building her coop says my wife's coop is two feet off the ground. Four by fours just sitting on blocks and nothing tying it to the ground. How should she keep it from blowing away? It may not. Make it heavy. You got, Man, well, I, I've got one in my backyard. It hasn't blown away. I know, I know. Uh, but you, you, the, the best way the to do it is very small. Is to well, tell he's in, in some specific He's in area. Middle Tennessee, so they could get. I mean, we're having a tornado watch today here. So, and I don't want to confuse people. And here's where I have an issue. If you anchor it down to the ground, and you have a tornado to come through, and I've seen tornadoes rip a Lowe's apart. shred the beams okay um and the reason why is it's holding down so hard so well and you're putting that much more pressure on the roofing system where 
if it is going to blow away and you don't want it to blow away, I get it. So I know it's going to sound confusing, but let it go in one piece and then it's going to go somewhere and then the wind's going to stop and then just bring it back. And we've seen customers do exactly that. But if you do anchor it down, you, get, you just got to make sure you understand the accordion effect and the domino effect of when you might have this awesome anchoring system. But if you're building your own, you got to make sure it's all rated all the way up to withstand the potential uplift. So it gets a little complicated. It's not awful, but you just got to make sure everything matches or you're going to be wasting your time. I'm the lazy chicken owner, so I don't do it. So I, right. I prefer the boat in the ocean technique. And then if you're really worried about it blowing, uh, blowing away, tether it. So that if it is going to move a little bit, it moves together, but won't go away on you. So at least you're allowing a little bit of give, mm -hmm. a little bit of resistance. It's like if you jump off a high platform, you're not going to just want to lock your legs out. You're going to want to have some give. In my mind, I've seen it work that way where you tether it. So you can take hurricane stakes. You can take dog stakes and their corkscrews go down on the ground. Yeah. You tether it with like a quarter inch cable and crimp it with ferrules. They got the clamps. There's many different that. things you can do or anchor it down to concrete where it's extremely heavy. Or move into a non-tornado area. That's yeah. my preference. I tell you, it's been scary. There's been a lot of tornadoes out there recently. So what's the preferred angle or slope or rise or pitch depending for a chicken ramp or ladder? What is the preferred angle or slope? You know, so I guess that's the big question right now. <laughs> I, I love Mr. Dibna's mind and how he thought about it. And we talked about it last time. And if Explain I explain to people what you're talking about, well, see, <laughs> you just like you just go off and well, nobody knows if you want to know, go watch last week's show if you don't already know. But I bet you our top fans are like, oh yeah, we remember. And I even thought about having him on because he is an engineer, and it is fascinating. As, as a lot of times they drive me nuts. Uh, it is interesting to still hear what they had well, to say. I've had chickens for many years, and I've never had a chicken have trouble getting up the ladder. And not only that, but they rarely use the ladder. They don't use one step, two steps, three steps. They have wings, and they like to use their wings, and they flutter up to mid midpoint or even higher. Exactly. I mean, they didn't have ladders in the woods before coops right, were invented. Right. You know, you're, you're so correct. So most of the time, this is not an issue. This is just one of these things that we fine-tune or we overanalyze. But Which I most love. of the time... Matter of fact, the coop at my daughter's house, I did an experiment and I didn't put a ladder on it at all. And? I, I had just a perch hanging down mm -hmm. from the chicken door and everyone could get up there except for the uh, bantam frizzle with, without proper wings. <laughs> but everybody, everybody else just, just flew up to the perch. And, and honestly, and that's got to be way more natural to them. Right. That's got to be in the it instincts. Up the, the floor space. So too. we could really make the argument having a ladder or a ramp is actually the worst thing to do. But you got the world that we're trying to make happy that knows everything. What do we know? But I love going against the grain. But I also got, especially with our production coops, have the one size fits also to answer the question. What is your, what is the slope that, what's the angle that you normally do? I have do? seen one to one work well. So if you're four foot up, four foot out, and that's going to be 45 degrees. I've seen that work well. Is that what we have? That's what we have current now. Current ladder. Yes, and you just saw that in the video with Kevin, and they will use it, I no like problem. That. And I do too. It doesn't too. take up as much space in there. However, industry standard supposedly, or you read a lot of these books, they're going to say two to one. So if you're up four foot, you better come out eight foot. So what we've done is we've changed to a six foot ladder, so it's not as steep. 
And I just want to see these chickens that can't handle the other ladder. <laughs> oh, have fun. Oh, my gosh. Oh, OK. We'll give you the customer's numbers. We got a couple that it, it, it's, it's actually it's, it's, it's actually kind of sad. They obsess over it so much that I think they're driving themselves crazy. And I'm like, gosh, if they understood that you got silkies, <laughs> you know, they're going to have issues. But um, speaking of silkies, I oh dear. I hatched some silkies for you. What? No, I was no, gonna no. Give to your daughter because you can't say okay. there's no chicken coop here. Oh, there's not. I know. So, and then my neighbor's, uh, my neighbor, her, my neighbor's daughter fell in love with them. So, okay. Uh, you're not gonna get this batch, but one day I'm gonna force some silkies on. All you. right, if they're silkies for my princess, then she can have them. That's so, different. Mike. Michael Mueller said, what do you do for temporary housing for chickens while waiting for the coop? Yeah, I don't oh, blame him. Where are we today. with that? Yes, and that's what that customer asked. Yes. We have so what do you idea. suggest? What do you suggest? There's lots of things to suggest. What do you suggest? We have some plans in the works that's something like an A-frame um, tractor. It is pretty slick, isn't it? Yeah, we have some details to work through on that. Um, I've told people, you know, see if you can do something temporary and, you know, Sometimes the, the cheap tractor supply coops might work for a season, but they're going to fall apart. And the predators blow right through it. You got to be it, yeah. The, yeah, there's some, there's some risk careful. there. Um, we maybe, have our... maybe you've got a kid's playhouse you're not using that you can retrofit or get off um, some sort of used website for. Um, sometimes there's a dry spot like underneath your screened-in porch that you can use temporarily. Or you can have... A, a dog under, kennel in the yard, but if it's not secure, put all your chickens in a box and bring them in every night because they're teenagers and they're just going to sleep. Yes, and I, so, I I hope soon we have our emergency temporary coops. And if you do get into a pinch, we've done our expedited. Done our, hold on, slow down, slow down. I see so many great questions and comments. Um, double expedited build. So especially with Mike, I know we just got to what what a crazy time it is right now with what we're dealing with. With the turnkey schedule, the custom coop builds. And a lot of people have teenage chicks right now. Yeah. Our I mean, chicks are growing up and now they're feathered and now they're the ready to calls. get out. Yeah. Um, Can you talk more about white glove service? Okay. Well, I did see that. I want to make sure we didn't miss that. Yeah, um, I know. Okay. So the white glove service, the turnkey service. Yeah. That's just us. We do everything. We bring it to you. We put it together. We have full-time employees that travel the country. Yeah, day we, in, day out, week after week. Yeah, we actually two road crews now, again, finally, mm -hmm. uh, just to try to keep up with demand, which is great. I'm, I'm so thankful how busy we are, but it has been cumbersome and tricky. But if uh, it's in your budget, it is probably the best way to go because as e we try to make it so easy to put any of our coops together. Uh, it's still, you got to have some knowledge. You got to have some skill. It's going to take some time. Yes, and it's going to take some time. That's the other big one. We do it so much that we can put it together and like, a tenth of the time that it might take an average person. But if it's in your budget, you have so many benefits. One, you don't got to do a darn thing. You get to meet us in person. You get to sit back and watch and probably learn a lot. And for the most part, every single one of us are chicken people or have been around this business long enough working here. They can answer a lot of your questions. Okay. I, I do love that. So Steve says, should I give a bad attitude chicken a Snickers bar? That's funny. <laughs> Um, let's see. 
Everybody's just, oh, so they're talking about, somebody was talking about movable fences. Which thank is you. Thank you, Maureen. Loves the show. What, you know, we're helping people look forward to a Friday as if we didn't all want to look forward to a Friday. Yeah, don't we all, doesn't that? Yes, normal? yes. And I think it was uh, another one of our big fans said, you know what? This show is so fun. You guys need to make it two hours long. I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was Matt. Fishing Matt Ryan. Thank you, Matt. I'll pay uh, you later. What is the book you are <laughs> referencing? Yes, we have this on the website. And right, so we get paid when we refer to this now? We get a little piece little they piece. buy That's it fine. from the link. Because yes. every little bit counts. So this show is expensive. This is a great book. I like. Do you like so it? It's the yeah. Tell people what it is that are on a and podcast. Even, the Chicken Health oh, Handbook. I always forget the podcast. Yeah. The Chicken Health Handbook by Gail Damaro. You know, I just got a great idea. Let's get Gail on the show. Gail writes some writes some serious stuff. Like yeah. she has the the duck. There book she is, that right I there. Like, and the story. Uh, they're, they're typically called story, the story's guide, mm -hmm. story publishing. Mm -hmm. So she does mm -hmm. the duck one and the number you made. Let's fun get of me Gail. For, can for, you contact? Can you contact Gail? You Gail, if you're listening, I'm going to have my people contact your people. Cover yeah. to cover. Um, so, four times. Yeah, I know. That's so I funny. I like how your people are me. Yes. Can you please uh, <laughs> contact Ingrid, please? Uh, no, let's reach out to Gail. I think that'd be fun to have an author. And it is on my bucket list. I want one day to have our own book of something, you know, to be able to share what we have learned over the years to help other people. So Emily says we have built our coop, chicken coop, similar to, are you looking at that? Okay. All right, you pulled that one in. No, no, no. It's go already ahead. on there. No, okay. go ahead. Um, we have built our chicken coop similar to the American coop. I would like to add on to the run. Where do you recommend we extend the run? To the ends. <laughs> That's the easiest way. Yep. Yeah, we've been selling them. They've been going out. People have been wanting. And you can buy just a run extension. But if you built your own, it's going to be easier just to continue building your own. Just continue going or go perpendicular. I mean, there's so many things you can do. If you go perpendicular and you have a couple valleys or maybe one valley, it's going to get tricky. Um, I guess just. Uh, yeah, sometimes I'll recommend if someone wants a second coop, they've gotten one of our coops. They want a second coop. Build a chicken tunnel. And connect the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just had one of those go out. So I, I, I love the jokes. We should start a segment, you know. I'll never forget. I think one time we asked Jetta to do a joke. Do you remember that joke you did? You, you did a joke like last year, and uh, it, it was pretty funny. But look at this one. Jetta, I, come over here and read it. I, yeah, you want to read this one? James Palmer, read that. You see it <laughs> no, right there? No, out loud. Yeah. Out loud. <laughs> You you use what your big the girl last voice. Word say? Yeah, I know that. I was oh, just, okay, I okay. Go ahead, Matt. All right, I saw a ghost in my chicken coop once. It was a poultry geist. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of fun. That's cute. Uh, there, I was hoping, Ingrid. Yeah, I don't know if I have laugh. I need to find that. Yeah, I know, I know. But look, we got our shortcuts too, where yeah. I can do that. My favorite, you know. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, hey, hey. Sorry. So somebody did shout out, hey, again, from Denmark. Ingrid, your Tusentak was spot on. Um, is hemp. Um, Tusentak means thousand thanks in Norwegian and I guess Danish too. Because um, my family's from there. Is the hemp bedding all the same or is the quality different from brand to brand? Okay. I want to share go. something. <laughs> I want to I want to share question. some. Boy, what a way to end the show. I think we did talk about it. Yeah. We talked about the moldy one last week. Okay, so, but I learned a lot, and we've talked about this a lot, and I love how much people want to really know about betting, because you wouldn't think it'd be that big of a deal, but my God. 
I think I spend just as much time talking about bedding and researching bedding and, and, and whatever than I do the chicken coops. So we had um, a customer send us in four samples from a competitor, and boy, she wasn't kidding. It didn't look bad, but when we opened up the box and opened up the bag, the smell was horrific. What Smel if it's just a different company? Well, it is. It was it was a different company, and it had horrible mildew, horrible musty smell. So we finally got um, a, our one of our shipments in from the new company that we're trying out out of Canada um, to help make sure we keep the price down and do our part to minimize carbon and things like that, carbon footprint, um, and always trying to make it better. Where they're going to make our own special blend, yada yada yada. Well, I um, a couple bags, you know, when they came in, they were damaged, so they're already open. I went up and smelled it, and. It actually smelled really good. I've never had that happen before. It smelled really good, and I hope that's a good sign. Mm -hmm. uh, but I called them up. I said, listen, why in the world would hemp all of a sudden get a moldy, musty smell? And he said, this is going to be true no matter who you buy from, for the most part, if they did the process right. If that bag, okay, breaks open, it's going to naturally suck in moisture. And... Is that bothering you? No, it was right next to the mic. Yeah, but it, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay. It, it, it potentially could do. It, it potentially could trap that moisture and cause that moldy smell. So it may not necessarily be the company that produced it or the company that sold its fault. So here's the point: if you get a bag of hemp, make sure it's sealed. If for whatever reason you cut it open to check it out and you don't seal it up airtight, you need to use it. So there is a. I don't say shelf life. What would you call it? Open container life? <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I've had an open bag in my garage for three years and it's still fine. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and you got, you, we, your, your daughter got a new bail. Yeah. And she's going to try Did you open it up? Did you do your homework yesterday? No. Why not? I, oh, I, I sat in a clover patch with my neighbors in their garden. Did, did, so about I stuff, want you so when they open it. My time was well spent. I want you when they open it to, to you know, we got to start testing it out. So we do have, is hemp considered back in stock yet or no? No. Gosh. All right. I'm not going to get into all that. Our truck comes next week. It'll be back in stock. We got the boxes on the way. We are ready to get rocking and rolling. So let's finish up with some more questions. Yeah, Kelly comments. said that she got her book this morning. So I guess she ordered it after we recommended it last week's show, the book that you were holding. The book. This the one. health book. The health, the chicken health book. Oh, awesome. It's a great reference. And it really it's, is. it's one of those books that you like to have on hand, but you hope you never have to use it. Right. Um, Jen says our temporary coop is made with cattle posts, sturdy recycled wired fencing, and tarps. Not pretty, but it serves a purpose. Yeah. I mean, you can, yeah. You absolutely can. Yep. Just be careful with the tarps because you don't want anything getting in there at night. Right. Yeah. See, I, I mean, I don't want to confuse people, but that is I important. I see a lot of the hoop coops, and if I even did that, I would be crucified. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you're potentially going to make it warmer. You, you the, the they use the cattle wire. They're going to blow right through that tarp. They're going to be in there. You got to be careful. This one's for you, Matt. Oh, Benjamin. I, I we used to see that name a lot. I think it's been a while. I was on time. I was on a time constraint, so I couldn't purchase one of your coops. But I watched every video 
you have put out, and I learned so much. Thanks for providing so much knowledge, ventilation, ventilation. <laughs> You're welcome, Benjamin. <laughs> I mean, that's why we love to do it. Because here's the thing, you know, and, you, and when you ask Kevin, you know, how, what got you in the chickens, you were exactly right. That's what happens. You go to your friend's house, you go to your neighbor's house, whatever. You buy a house, and all of a sudden there's a coop there. But you go to your friend's house, and they have chickens. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I never thought about this. And maybe they built their own coop. But you're there visiting and you don't have the time or the knowledge to build a coop. But that's where they're going to be like, you got to learn from Carolina Coops. you got to call Carolina Coops. So. Yeah, chickens are just an extension of the garden as well. Mm-hmm. So well, Dick, it's good for the garden. Mm-hmm. Dixie asks, can you buy your hemp for and use it for guinea pigs and bunnies? Yes. <laughs> Someone knows all about that, huh? I have two. Yeah, you yeah. absolutely can. Yeah. So Mike, Mike said that they may kick it out, um, but... It depends on what kind of enclosure you have as well. Exactly, yep. You kind of want to deep litter that stuff as well. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm really curious as to what's in those boxes. Oh, oh I yeah. forgot. Hey, Jetta, can you do us a favor? Go <laughs> grab. And Ingrid, can you, can you pull up the ladder? Man, I, Does I, it really I'm bother just, you? Okay. Just like no, you know, I think next here. week. I think he next wa- week. She wants to tease the ladder. I mean, because I... I... Okay. There is a great picture of it. All right, I'll do a screen share then. You see the hemp in the background, the new hemp? Um, all right, so we're going to do all a right, screen well, share. I'm getting that. hungry. What's, what's, what? I'm... Don't show what? what? <laughs> People right. are going to be like, I thought you didn't have the hemp. Well, it's just two pallets, right? Um, or just a small No, pallet. we got three pallets in. We got about 150 okay, so pallets in. here's the ladder. So... Okay, there it is. Oh, look at that. How did you just do that real quick? I have that's, no I, idea. That's pretty well, cool. <laughs> well, because I emailed it to her. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. All right, Jetta, here, hold on a minute. Go off to the side, baby. Uh, and that's for, well, I got Ingrid's box here. Okay, so there, there, there you go. You happy now? That's the ladder. Hey, hey. Don't you're getting distracted? There's your ladder. I know. I, I've already Ramp. seen it. I, I I know I don't like it. So I but want... you insisted that we bring it up. There's a picture. Right. People wanted to know what it looked like. Right, well, yeah, let's... look how long that thing is. And don't forget the podcast. People that don't see the video. That's why you got to come here so okay, you can see so it live every a, Friday. What is it? A, is it a two by? S- what you're looking at is a six foot long ramp. Okay, and he, here's why how we're doing. How wide do- is it? Ten inches. Sheesh. Sheesh is right. Here's what we decided to do. We use a lot of two by sixes. And it's got a bunch of wood. That looks expensive. <laughs> it is. That is true. That is true. And it, it may or may not affect the price. Okay. Here's the deal. I'm hoping we don't have to increase the price because we do have a handful, and I hate it, rejected two by sixes. And two by sixes are very expensive. And even that is dug fur. So what I realized is we can rip off one of the edges. That's most likely the reason why it got rejected. And if it has a little bit of crook, a little bit of bow, we can take that bow out by having the joining other two by six, which is now a two by five. Mm -hmm. And two pieces of wood, two separate pieces of wood come together. You can stabilize it. So you got a nice wide board, use up rejected lumber. And we have so many drops from when we make roost bars that are exactly one inch thick. So we just make them back into steps. So it's not going to have nearly as steep of an angle. It's got to make everyone happy. But it's going to be longer in the run. It is longer in the run. It It may not look as cute. I love it. I love this. I want people to see. It's not that easy. You would not believe how hard it is to make it. Here, uh, Jetta. Are we going to get the poop buildup calls again? Oh, no, no. That was accident. That was accident. (laughs) Oh, Jetta gets a Um, (laughs) t-shirt. Hold on. Wait, is that my free t-shirt? No, Nan, where? Is this you? Where is this from? No, it was just, what it was from? on the loading dock when no, I came yeah, in. No, Jody brought it in. 
Yeah. Oh, this is from Jody. No, oh, she brought oh my it gosh, in. It was sent to, to us. All right, we're gonna, we do a, we're gonna have an oh unboxing. We have Can no, we do a screen share with who, Ingrid? Who's it? She won't. No. Who's no. Uh, no, Jada. Okay, One take the box. Read the address. There is no address. There is an address. That's what's there making is an me. Address. There is. Yes. I just saw it. Yeah. Okay, Jada, take that to Ingrid, please. Oh my gosh. So, um, poop. John asked, "How much space do I need behind?" Thank you. How much space do I need behind the coop to be able to open the doors completely to clean the hen house? Minimum to make yourself comfortable. No, Jetta, bring that now. Bring that box over here oh to Crystal. Oh, I know life is so rough. I would say minimum four foot. You have to have at least two foot, or the doors aren't going to open. Do you see who it's oh, from? It's oh, from this bird's. I, I'm so sorry. No. Hold on. We got it on. And I'm slightly jealous. Why don't I have a box? I know who it's from. Oh, attention. Oh, it is attention me. Look at the beautiful. I know. And it says one says for Ingrid and one says for Kristen. And I know who it's from because this I looked at the I looked at the um, address. OK, so we have some unboxing. But oh, well, hold on. It's addressed to me. Why are your names on it? No attention. That just means because they know we don't work. Kristen. We don't. We're not, we're uh, not well, hold on. This I love the tape. Look at the tape. The okay, tape's who, got little chickens on it. It, it is great. I'm really this feeling bird's like a, absurd. Oh, home. that's funny. Okay, any guesses what's going on in here? I don't know what's in it. I have a big guess on who it's from. Who's it from? Francine. That's my guess. <laughs> Our friend Francine. Oh. That's so okay. I, I, that's my guess. That's her guess. Maybe not for sure. Francine's a huge fan of ours. Um, Go ahead, Kristen. You got a scissor. I don't have a scissor. Hold on. Can I see it before you see it? <laughs> it's not a chicken, is it? Because I Sean will kill me. <laughs> um, this is this is. Go ahead. Oh, what is it? Scary. Well, yeah. Open is it. it hold on, hold on. Uh, no. It's. <laughs> oh my gosh! This is so cool. Wow. Wow. Oh my, there's oh, all kinds oh of goodies. <laughs> that is incredible. This is cool. I've never seen this before. Um, of course, there's your bantam frizzle. Um, wow. Okay, I'm jealous, but this is awesome. So who is it from? Oh. Okay, uh, it's from thisbirdabsurd.com. She's also on Etsy. And okay, this so. is a, um, let's say, an adoption. Oh, okay, so this is not from Francine. I'm sorry. I just saw New Hampshire. I, got, I figured. Yes, this bird's absurd. And, and she, she's an artist. An oh, my God. This is amazing. Th this so is, what we have is this for the podcast listeners is... Feels like real feathers. <laughs> so amazing! Oh my god, uh, I, I love a, the uh, It's a stuffed chicken and a stuffed frizzle bantam. She's. A, it says house chicken. So is it a house <laughs> chicken and a purse can you go chicken? Ahead and, can you go ahead and read that? Dear Kristen, I can't begin to express how much I enjoy watching you and Matt on Video Chicken every Friday. You are easygoing, informed, experienced, and just flat fun. Baby chicks everywhere, HOA drama with Dale, multiple bags of used deep litter to compare, trying to keep Matt focused. Girl, you and Matt are as entertaining or better than Regis and Kathy Lee. 
But in all seriousness, your ability to clearly share the wealth of knowledge you have about chickens is priceless. You have such a good handle on chicken keeping and it shines through week after week. You probably underestimate how much you help us newbies with your expertise and solid, good solid advice. And I know every Friday you are there for me. That is very comforting and valu valuable to a new chicken mama. In this box, I have for you your very own Golden Bell Award. Ding, 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 ding. Please accept it in appreciation for all the knowledge and confidence you, you have passed on me, a humble and grateful student. God bless you, Kristen, for what you do for all of us. May you and your family have many joyful, healthy years to come. Love one happy anonymous chicken student. P.S. I thought with your personality it would be a hoot if your hen was the puppet-style chicken. With your imagination and fun personality, I could see you and Melody Moonlight giving everybody <laughs> at Carolina Coops a good time. There isn't much laughter in the world now these days, but I am sure with your gifted sense of humor and Melody in your arms, that laughter will abound. I also knew when I saw the chicken little, he needed to come home with you. I wish I could have boxed up 11 more for you and put them in an incubator. <laughs> Enjoy, sweetie. Wow, that is incredible. Wow. He's, these, this is quite the, the amazing work on these things. So we don't know who- Look at that. Hold on, hold on. All right, so I, I, if I may- I have we, no idea. I have a different letter, but I- Okay, I, I want to, well, I would love to read that because here's the point I want to make right now. I, I think, uh, oh. I would like to make a point. Is one of my biggest jobs <laughs> is I have to try to identify the strengths in people. And there are many times I will tell people your strengths and you guys don't believe me. There is no bigger proof right now that I've told you for years the gift you do bring to people. And not only do you do it and you do it well, and one of the reasons why I wanted to do video chicken, um, it's one of your favorite things to do. Yeah, it is. And that's what I try to do with all employees, figure out what their strengths are because that's usually what they love to do. And someone anonymous, so we don't know who it's from, uh, you, you know, this show and you get to touch their lives every single week and what a great way to show the appreciation. And it just makes me so happy, so proud of you guys. And I know Ingrid said she's got another letter. I would love, maybe not now, but maybe next week. I know we're running out of time to read that because I, again, it makes me so proud of you guys that you do what I see. Oh yeah, bring, oh my gosh, look, sorry. So it's look. Jennifer Riley Diggs and she's an artist and creator of cool things, which we can attest to because these are super cool. And you can visit this at thisbirdsabsurd.com. I know, I have like a bard rock. Did she like, does she know that that's like one of my favorite chickens? I just, I'm just, and, and Kristen's is a puppet, right? We hope. Right? I, I want to, <laughs> these are so The work great. in these. Yes. The work in these is unbelievable. It's just amazing. Wait, so is it a puppet? Well, I don't know if they're both puppets, but How I know hers is a puppet. How did you do that? Wow, I, I um, that's why we do what we do. That's why I, I ask you to come in every Friday and do what you do. <laughs> this is part of the show now. And um, this makes me so happy. We like you always said, chicken people are the best people. We have the best customers, and I just I think uh, she's just a fan. This isn't or, even a customer. You're right. I say customers. I'm so used to customers, but our fans. Uh, that is that is just amazing. So, um, yes. these are great. So thank You're you. Amazing. So uh, a big thank you, a big big thank you. This to, one has um, is has a molt. Is for Jennifer <laughs> Riley Diggs. Thank you so much. 
This is this really has made our days. I think, Kristen. I think. I oh can yes, speak for both I, mean, of us. I, I really. I was trying to hold back the tears. I, 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 I know. I don't know. You're if a, ever... one of the toughest cookies I ever met. But when you fall apart, you fall apart well. <laughs> I was hoping you would because it doesn't happen very often. I know a lot of things going on in your life where that was hard for you to hold back those tears. Yeah. And how much this has got to mean to you. And again, how I just want to use this as an example. Um, and I wish I could do this for everyone on our Carolina Coops team because everyone just just does such a great job. But that was just a moment. I had no idea what to expect when we opened up that box. And this is why we love what we do. And we got to capture it live right here on Video Chicken. Um, she's trying to hold back the tears right now. And um, I just, it's awesome. It's awesome. Thank you. So, yes. Okay. Yes. So go visit thisbirdsabsurd.com. Please. These are so cool. So is it a puppet? I mean, you're. you're yeah, you're, I think hers is. is a puppet. I don't know that mine is. I don't. Well, we Does can. It? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we have any other questions? I don't like leaving people hanging at the end, but okay. it is past 134, our hard cut off. But if there's any other questions or comments. Um, oh, there's so many. I enjoy the show every Friday. My homeschool son gets late lunch every Friday so I can watch the show. He's a great sport and a new chicken aficionado. So thank you, Cooking Sherry. Um, and uh, Fishing Matt Ryan does not like the new ladder. Mm. Just saying. Uh, Mike, the new ladder is standard 72. I mean, we, we make custom ladders all the time, but our standard, I'm just trying, again, I'm going to listen to people, especially the naysayers or the people that criticize, which I appreciate. That's usually the people that really want to see us succeed and we're going to give it a try. Uh, hold on. There's so I'm just trying to see if there's something we need to address. Some, someone said, make Kristen, make sure my new coop has the old ladder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. It's just what happens too when I go back to the show and I see the comments we didn't get to. I'm like, oh, I know crap. there's so many. We can. I, and we can I appreciate through. it. I appreciate it. I love how many 80 people still here. I did see we broke 102. Again, we are live. We just got there. They got chickens in. Uh, <laughs> you guys are the best out there. I can't thank you enough for yes, taking the time every Friday to come watch the show. Um, we do it for you guys, but believe it or not, we do it for our sanity. Our we just we just love it and we need it. Uh, there has been talk about possibly maybe even ending the show, um, even maybe taking a hiatus for a little bit. And I don't want to because it just it this just goes to prove to me again <laughs> how important the show is, right? And we continue to grow it. So Randy has a question for you, Matt. Okay, let's go ahead. Quick question: How high do you put the water bar from the ground? Chest height. Not yeah, but, your chest, but right. no, but I've had to learn chicken chest height to an adult well okay, no, no you're no, right no you're right you're right you're, you're right we have been told differently by That's the pros right. yep you should to have make it a little it bit higher because height. Yeah. yeah because they they have to they have to put their heads back yes. to drink them they don't oh, slurp like, like a dog so but yet you will have other chicken experts say um oh is, is that what you yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is actually you could teach your chickens how to use the water bar with oh my gosh that fake chicken. This probably oh what do you think a rooster would do? I mean these are these <laughs> sexy God, chickens, huh? It's my, my poor dog. Like, what the hell? Don't, are you? don't put that rooster that rooster near my chicken. <sighs> All right, um, so beak height technically is now the official right answer from a veterinarian, Dr. Crespo, and it makes sense. But I can't help but ask. And I've had customers in the past say, no, chickens are meant to drink water from the ground. Yeah. That's what's more natural. And that they I don't. I wouldn't move your ladder. I mean, I wouldn't move it if it's, <laughs> sorry, my brain's on the ladder. But they'll, they'll do fine. But if you're installing yeah. a new one, beak height. But 
there's no need to rip up your old one and move yeah it. no it definitely isn't because i have a cinder block in front of mine for my little chicken midge yeah. and the biggest chickens jump on the cinder block and so so cooking sherry jetta says love your beautiful daughter being part of the show so thank you cooking sherry um if she can move the chicken tractor at age four do you you remember that um i know i can do it do you remember when we, we you were on a video and we were trying to make these big, large coops of ours tractor style. You remember that, where we had the cranks and you could push it? We'll have to go back and recap. Uh, thank you for that cooking, Sherry. That was awesome. So there's people that are very happy to see you. Um, yeah, you rarely put me on the I know. We are hopefully going to start. <laughs> of no, Anyways, all right. That's a puppet chicken somewhere. There's a hand orifice. Yes. <laughs> Is it a part? You're not sharing? Yes, there is. I mean, there must be because you're doing such a good job and you are so entertained by this. I am. Um, uh, Greg says, I echo the sentiment from that letter. Appreciate all you guys do. Now, is Greg the one that we got to get that coop out? Yes. We're going to do. Yes, we have not forgot about you. I promise. Long story short, we're actually scheduled to come out there and the truck breaks down <laughs> and other issues. So we have not forgotten about you. Thank you for all the questions and comments. Um, maybe a hat. <laughs> Kristen has a new best friend. Yeah, really? Yeah. See you in Tennessee. End the show. No, we're not going to. Once again, I tell you, you have to see signs in life. And there's another one. When I know, even though, I yes, I grow. I'm trying to grow the quantity. I want to have as much viewers as possible. It is, at the end of the day, always about quality. And you guys are the best out there. And just, again. It's a chicken community. It is. That is exactly correct. So, all right. All right. We have to. I'm going to hit it. We're going to hit it. Thank you, guys. We will see you next week. We're going to be talking about prepping doomsday how to make our eggs last forever right homesteading homesteading preserve your eggs yes that's gonna be a lot of fun and i'm sure many other things we're gonna talk about have a great weekend take care of your chickens and each other and your puppet